Suzanne writes, I am change resistant. I know it, but it doesn't help. Once I've decided to change something, I enjoy the challenge, but I often start by resisting by saying, well, it won't work because. How do I know when I'm simply resisting change or when I have a valid concern? You can always point out what can go wrong, and the change-resistant person, me, truly believes he or she is correct in their objection. Signed, Suzanne. You're in good company, Suzanne. Things change fast these days, yet success is built on resisting change. Yes, you heard that right. Results come from stability, from dependability, from focus and persistence. In other words, the change resistance that keeps us on track day in and day out. Trust me, Fortune 500 companies rarely get there by embracing change. They innovate once or get lucky, grow, and then do everything they can to keep anyone from creating change that might topple them. If you doubt, just watch ExxonMobil embracing change around global warming. Change is hard. It's physically hard. Our brains grow neural pathways when we learn. Change means creating new pathways, plus actively resisting our past learning. It's way easier to invent reasons not to change, so that's what we often do. You know you're knee-jerk resisting when you start with your objections. Your points may be valid, maybe, but starting with no shows resistance. If the objections come rapid-fire, that's an even stronger signal. On your third yes-but, you're driving from habit. So realize it, pat yourself on the back for realizing it, and then stop. If it helps, put a rubber band around one wrist. When you hear yourself say, yes, but, snap the rubber band lightly to remind yourself to shift gears. If you still don't shift gears, snap the rubber band really, really hard. Trust me, you will eventually shift gears. Next, just listen. And inside, think yes and. Outside, say, tell me more. Listen, nod yes, smile, take notes. Agree to nothing. Just listen. Inside, you can object to your heart's content. You can go wild, but outside, nod, smile, and write notes. Then say, I would like some time to think about this. Thank you. You've listened, now think. Write down your objections to the change. On paper, you'll often find them a lot less daunting than you thought. Once you're done kvetching, then list the possible benefits of the change. Now stretch your imagination. Write down three or four possible futures that could come from the change. Explore the positives and the negatives about each one. So for example, if we move, we'll have more Chinese restaurants that deliver. That means more romantic evenings at home. Make sure to also get the negatives. Hmm, but then we'll bloat from the MSG and we'll need to buy a treadmill. Be humorous. You're not trying to predict the future here. You're just shaking up your thinking so you don't fall into the old pattern. After you've done your brainstorming, decide if you agree with the change. If not, you've thought about it enough to build a careful argument. Rather than seeming like a naysayer, you'll be a thoughtful voice in the discussion. If you decide you like the change, psych yourself up for the challenge and give it a go. Full steam ahead. Change resistance is fine if your reasons are good. By letting your knee-jerk response signal it's time to think, instead of just saying no, you can choose when to keep the status quo and when to act. Either way, you won't respond willy-nilly. You'll be making a good decision from careful deliberation. 
You've been listening to the Business Explained podcast by Steve Robbins at www.steverrobbins.com. Please feel free to send in questions, feedback, and comments. I always design future episodes around the comments and questions that people have sent in. You can send your questions to podcast at steverrobbins.com. That's podcast at steverrobbins.com. Or go to the website, www.steverrobbins.com. Click on the contact link and submit your question that way. Bye for now.